You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So my idea I always had, if you're going to keep this current format, and this is a little variation on the idea because it gives Pete what he wants. Pete wants chaos. That's what he's thinking. He wants chaos. And the owners want a lot of playoff games. And we want to cut down on the amount of days that are played. So how about this idea? You ready to get a little kooky? I'm ready to get crazy, baby. Let's go. And this is a more recent idea because my initial idea I had when this format came out was the two divisions like we talked about. Second place team, third place team make the playoffs. I thought it was clean. I thought it was great. The other idea I had was a tournament of four wild card teams. So am I adding a playoff team and then just having them, you know, the one versus the four, the two versus the three, the two winners play each other. And boom, that's the wild card team who plays the number one seed. But I heard Pete, I heard Major League Baseball, they want chaos and they want a lot of games. So here's what we do. We have four wild card teams. We stick with that idea. So in the National League, Like we saw this year, you've got your three division winners. They all automatically go to the divisional series. They're all automatically in, including the Milwaukee Brewers. Then I take the four next teams. So in this case, it would have been Philadelphia, Arizona, Miami, and who was the the first? Uh, Cincinnati, I guess, was the the first team that didn't make the playoffs. So I guess they make it because I'm adding an extra team. I take the one wild card team and I take the four wild card team and I match them up. So again, in this case, Phillies Reds, the next two Diamondbacks Marlins. And on Monday, right after the season ends, you ready to get kooky, Pete? Give it to me. They play a double header. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. The Diamondbacks play the Marlins in a double header. You want playoff games, Major League Baseball? We all want it to be done in a condensed period of time. And you want chaos? Well, guess what, folks? We have chaos. If the Diamondbacks beat the Marlins twice, they advance. It's over. It's best of three. You want games? You want kookiness? You got it. Doubleheader on Monday. That means Diamondbacks-Marlins, two games. Phillies-Reds, two games. Same thing in the American League. You want to split it up because there's too much baseball going on? Fine. But you are guaranteed four games in each league on Monday. That means eight games in one day if you want it. And you could split up time-wise based on the geography because you don't want everything going on at the same time, but you are. If they split the doubleheader, Tuesday, winner-take-all game because it's tied at one. So, boom, Tuesday night, is elimination night. Or there are no games because everybody got swept of a doubleheader. But I learned a lesson, Pete. The great Mike Francesa once taught us this. He said, you don't sweep doubleheaders, okay? You don't. Well, if you don't sweep doubleheaders, Tuesday is going to be freaking nuts. 
because now Tuesday is elimination day. The winners of each of these rounds get together on Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday's the day. And you know what they do on Wednesday, Pete? They play a double header. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. You win both games, you've advanced. Congratulations. If you don't, if you split, Thursday is elimination night. And the winner is obviously the wild card team because they have survived the wild card gauntlet. They have survived all those games that we just booked in front of them. And now they've advanced to take on the number one seed in each league. You want chaos? You got it. You want a lot of playoff games, Rob Manfred? You got it. You want a condensed schedule because we don't want to send these divisional winners with too much time off? Well, guess what? You got it. You could potentially play six games in four days. What up, bitches? I I love it. There's a, co- <laughs> there's a couple things. There's a couple things. First of all, logistically, one really bad storm could wipe out this whole playoff format. <laughs> and, like, I mean, if the Mets are the home seed and we have what we've been going on every Saturday here, I mean, you might not play a game for a week. Yeah, but don't you have that issue now with the best of three? Yeah, like, it's kind of the you, same you, thing now. You do, you do, but I don't know why we don't I, – I, thankfully, we don't feel it that much. But we've had moments where, I mean, everyone goes back – I mean, I can go back to that Philadelphia-Tampa Bay series where you had a game rained out and you had to finish the last five innings of the following day. It was, it was so, like – uninspiring no one cared I, I i worry about that's why to me when you play all these games you gotta get them you gotta guarantee you can get them all in which is why i feel the neutral side but i but i do love the idea of the doubleheader i i swear to god man when you start when you're saying the chaos i'm like if he says doubleheader i'm gonna smack him in the face but i love it <laughs> i do i do love it i mean you're talking about four days in a row of just pure chaos and there's eliminations and there's everything it, the one thing that that I thought that would make it less crazy, because I know that this idea is so nuts it would never happen, is maybe making that first layer of the wild card round, like the one versus the four and the two versus three, an old-fashioned win, you move on, lose, you go home, and then having the doubleheader factor with that next layer of the wild card series. So what I mean by that is everybody plays those elimination games on Monday. Now we've cleared it up. Then we do the doubleheader thing Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Thursday, so that it's not because mul- now you're re- what you're really talking about with this format is telling a baseball team they're going to play two doubleheaders in three days. And even I admit that's crazy. You know, you want to do one doubleheader. That's as crazy as that is. I think it makes more sense. And it's baseball. Like there are doubleheaders throughout a season. Get used to it. And, and obviously for the owners, you do split admission. So as much as we would all love two games for the price of one. You split that baby up, 1 o'clock game, 8 o'clock game. And with the pitch clock, you got nothing to worry about. Even these postseason games, some of them are long, but they're not as long as they used to be. So I think if we're trying to be a little bit more realistic with it, maybe that first layer of the wild card round is a win and you move on, lose, you go home. So Monday's the craziness of everybody playing. That would mean one, two, three, four games on Monday in which winner moves on, loser goes home. And then on Tuesday, we get the craziness of the doubleheaders. And then potentially Wednesday is elimination day. So you're guaranteeing basically just nutcaseness on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then you could start the postseason on Friday. 
or Thursday, whenever you want to start. Who'd have the bigger issue with this, the players or the the league itself, the uh, the owners? The players would not like it. Players don't like doubleheaders. Uh, I don't think players necessarily see what we're seeing or you know, would care as much about what we care about. Same thing with the owners. I don't think the owners would care as much because if you split the admission like they do anyway, you get the same gates. You know what I mean? Like if you split this up, and obviously geographically we can't predict who's going to make the postseason, so and you can't predict who's home. You could work out and have a situation where every team that's home is an East Coast team. And if that's the case, you kind of run into a tough spot on when you could play the games. It's not like you're guaranteeing yourself the L.A. Dodgers are a team or the Padres are a team because I think that obviously makes it easier because then you could spread these games out even more because their 1 o'clock game is a 4 o'clock game. Their 8 o'clock game is an 11 o'clock game for us on the East Coast. So that's the only issue in terms of scheduling start times. But it gives you what you want. You get chaos, and you all the, the other thing you get, and you've seen this from just about every email we've read and every tweet I went through, is that they want to punish the wildcard team. They don't want the road to be easy. And, and that's not a knock at, like, the Phillies and Diamondbacks or the Texas Rangers or any of the current teams that won wildcard series and advanced. You know what I mean? It's, it's the idea that, like I said at the top, I always wanted the wildcard team to have a penalty. Like, they didn't win the division. So we all agree on the concept of make the road tough. You could still win the World Series. Is it a long shot? Yeah. That gauntlet I laid out, the gauntlet Casey laid out, uh, the gauntlet you laid out, it's tough. It doesn't make it impossible. It's baseball. Crazy shit happens in baseball. But I think we all agree that our issue is we want the wildcard team to have to really earn it and this format doesn't feel that way the off day thing it's a little bit of a factor but as i laid out at the top we used to have three or four days off now we're talking about five days off so it's not a huge difference it's we don't necessarily want to see the 83 win team be able to just dance its way to the LCS or World Series and that's what we're all going for is this partly because as Mets fans we watched the Mets lose rather quickly even though they're the only wild card team in this new format to take it to a game three <laughs> but is it partly that that because we've seen now the Phillies you know on their way to another you know potential world World Series and they've gone through the wild card no uh, not for me at least to me it's never about what happened to my team you know it's not about what happened to the Mets last year it's about because honestly no matter how you shape it up, the Mets were a wild card team last year. They didn't win their division. We didn't. We didn't win our division. Look, you want to complain there should have been a one-game playoff? Great. We would have lost the one-game playoff anyway, <laughs> if we're being honest. And we would have ended up in the same place under the old format anyway. Think about it. If, if this was the old format, the Mets would have played the Padres in a wild card game. Now, what the hell would have happened? Now, maybe we win because Jake gets the start over Max, so maybe that works out differently. But... No, to me at least, I, I can't speak for anybody else. It's not about the Mets. Uh, when the Mets won the wild card in 1999 and they won the wild card in 2000 and we benefited from it. We won the divisional series in 99, beating a divisional winner. We won the pennant in 2000 as a wild card team. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I didn't, I thought the same thing then. That, yeah, it's great. I'm glad we got to the World Series, but this isn't the greatest format. It sucks that winning a wild card serves no penalty. And for a long time, there was no penalty other than not playing home games. It was it was the dumbest thing ever, and it lasted a really long time between 1995 and 2011. That's a long-ass time of the wild card being almost a co-equal branch to winning a division. So for myself talking, it absolutely has nothing to do with what had to happen to the New York Mets. It's just literally, this is a new format. It's only two years old, and it's probably really flawed. It is really flawed, not probably. It, it is. And now, but now here's a real, realistic thing, too, is regardless, I think it will change as soon as they do expansion. Yeah, no, I think... Here's what I think we're looking at with expansion. I think they... I don't know if they go to the two divisions, though. Yeah, I do think they go to the two divisions. I'm concerned they're going to mix up the leagues. I am concerned that the National League won't exist anymore. The American League won't exist anymore. And what scares me about that is I think the owners and the players are going to agree to do that because the benefit for the players is less travel. If you are sharing a division, using us as an example, the Mets, with the Yankees and the Phillies and the Red Sox and the Orioles, dude, you may never get on a plane for a month. Seriously. You have a home, you have a road trip against the Yankees and the Red Sox come home, and then you have a road trip against the Orioles and the Nationals, and in the middle of that, you're at home? Pete, you have not gotten on a plane in a month. Players are going to love that. Yeah. No, I I hear you. And again, it's let's make sure the players are happy. Well, that's just the players. And then for the and then for the owners, what the owners are going to love is that there's more geographic rivals that are going to draw really well. So the Mets are playing the New York Yankees. The Dodgers are playing the Angels. And they're not doing it four times a year like we do now. They're doing it 16 times a year. Mets, Red Sox. Like, there are so many games that will draw better naturally. And the players are happy because of less travel. It's one of those scenarios where it's great for everybody except for the traditionalist fan. Except for me. Except for, I don't know how you feel about it. Would you be against that? I'm not opposed to things. I mean, listen, right now, I, I just, as a whole, I love baseball, but I do feel like there's some things that need to be tweaked, and I'm open. I'm game for anything. Yeah, yeah. What sucks is that the Astros becoming this American League powerhouse has also made the World Series to me, because part of what made the World Series really cool growing up was the uniqueness of the matchup. They'd be see two teams playing each other that very rarely play each other. So a few things have happened over the years that have kind of blurred that line. The Astros were a National League team our entire childhood. I mean, the Mets had classic games against the Astros. They played each other in a National League Championship Series, even if it was before my time. They were an expansion team together. And then all of a sudden, the Astros are an American League team, and they've been in the World Series 500 times. 
So we've seen the Astros play other National League teams. It's kind of blurred the line between the leagues. And then obviously interleague play every day, followed by playing every team every year. Has blurred the lines between the leagues enough where it's weakening some's opposition to just giving up on the leagues entirely. Can I ask you a question? What was the point of this, by the way, with Houston and, and Milwaukee basically switching places? Well, remember, they switched places about 15 years apart, so it was not done at the same time. The Brewers went to the American League in 1998 to even up the leagues because Arizona was coming to the National League. and Tampa. Now, that, that can't be the reason, though, because... <laughs> no, I'm thinking about this now. I'm trying to remember why, because, yeah, adding one National League team and one American League team... It yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it was. That's why they did it, though. I, I, no, I, no, no, I, I got it right. It's to even up the numbers. Because you needed to have, before there was interleague play every single day, you needed to have an even amount of teams in each league. So what that did was it made it 16 in the National League and 14 in the American League. That's what it was. At that point, it was 14 and 14. Right? There were 28 teams in Major League Baseball. It was 14 NL, 14 AL, right? So they're going to add Arizona. They're going to add Tampa to each league. It's going to go 15 and 15. At that point, they did not have interleague play every day. In fact, interleague play had just started one year earlier. So that was a foreign idea. So the only way to make it work was to have 16 in one league and 14 in the other. So to do that, they needed an American League team to move to the National League or vice versa. They chose to move the Brewers to the National League. And I think a part of it was they thought the Brewers and Cubs would be a pretty good rivalry. So that's why they did it. Why the Astros did it now... um, I think was to make it 15 and 15. So all those years later, they're like, maybe we should do 15 and 15. <laughs> maybe we should have interleague play every day. And you know what? It's funny. You know what National League team I wanted to have moved to the American League? I had a preference. Who? Was it the Twins? The Royals? Royals? No, no, no. A National League oh, team duh. moved to the American League. Um, What division? It was a National League West team. And I, I really believed it. I said, this National is the team that, team. Sh- yeah, that should go to the American League. The Rockies? Yes. Nailed it. Yeah. Because my thought was <laughs> the ALS, the DH, they're known for their offense. Just stick the Rockies out there. <laughs> that was, I swear. And the Rockies had been in a World Series at that point. So that was, you know, it's not like they had never been to a World Series. The Diamondbacks had been to a World Series. They had won one. So I was also thinking, well, why don't we just throw them back a team that has no tradition of getting to the World Series? That'll make it less awkward because we don't think of them as much as a National League team. The other thought was, throw them back the Brewers. That was my other thought. Just put the Brewers back in the American League. What the hell are we doing? That made the most sense. Like, Why are we going through these uh, hoops for no reason? <laughs> so between the Astros going to the AL, the Brewers going to the NL, teams playing each other every single day in interleague play, they have blurred the league lines enough where I almost expect that when they do expansion, they're just going to F the leagues up. But even if they do F the leagues up, the point of what we're talking about remains the same, which is how do we determine who makes the playoffs? The one thing we all agree on, this format we have now sucks. <laughs> That's what we all agree on. Coming up on a Rico in about a week, and we'll accept your emails on this because I'm very curious how they're going to fall, the RicoB at gmail.com. We are going to put together an all-time New York Mets managerial rankings list. The Mets are obviously hiring a brand new manager. They're going through a process to add to this list. So 
I'm certainly got an opinion on the guys I saw, which start with Jeff Torberg, a little bit of Buddy Harrelson. I will consult my dad, even bring my dad on the podcast to have his thoughts on some of the earlier Met managers like Casey Stangle and Wes Westrom and Yogi Berra and Joe Torre and George Bamberger and Davey Johnson and Gail Hodges and everybody in between. I have my rankings of the more current Met managers, and we will put together an all-time Mets managerial ranking list. So your thoughts on who should be at the top, the Rico B at gmail.com. We'll also get you ready for the offseason. We'll start to preview relief pitchers they can target in the trade and free agent market, starting pitchers they can target in the trade and free agent market. And I look forward to it once this offseason starts. We'll also put together some fake trades. I did put one out on Twitter earlier this week when I suggested Jeff McNeil for Shane Bieber. And here's the thing about fake trades. No matter what trade you put out there, one of the responses you're going to get constantly is, that's a terrible idea. Well, for who? Like, I'm not the GM of Cleveland. I'm not the GM of the Mets. I try to put together fair trades. I try to look at why would they make this deal? Why would they make that deal? But no matter what trade any of us come up with, it's always like, well, that won't happen. (laughs) It's impossible to know. We're just having fun. We're trying to do our best to think of which team would want that guy and that team would want that guy. So we got a lot of Ricos coming up. As we jump into this postseason, of course, you can email the pod anytime to RicoB at gmail.com. So after we discussed all these ideas, Pete, do you have a winner? Is it your own idea or is it an idea you heard on this podcast today that you would select as the best idea for a new playoff format? I mean, clearly I'm going to take my own. Um, I do like Casey's idea, I think it was, that was, cl- I think he was closest to something that I really appreciate, which if I, even though I saw loopholes through it, I didn't mind it. Yeah, I like Casey's the best as well. I do. I like the idea. I like the idea of adding even more, uh, I guess, benefit to being the number one seed. But we do appreciate everyone who had suggestions. Sorry, we couldn't get to all of them. It was very. It was a very hot topic between Twitter and emails. There were plenty of them, and I tried to go through all of them. But I do appreciate everybody that reached out. Thank you very much for listening and downloading another edition of Rico Bronia. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rico Bronya podcast. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you download it now to keep it on you at all times.